Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my amazing co-host, Gina Warfel, with me, and we're going to be talking about the immune system today. But before we do, I want to announce that this coming Friday, it's the last day to sign up for the Gutsy Health Academy, where we train you in the order of healing. And that order is mindset, mitochondria, gut, liver, adrenals, hormones, and then brain health. And so if you have been on the fence about the academy, this might be your last opportunity to join, right? Because we might be changing next year to have a completely different model. But what we've added new this year is a whole new module of mindset. And we call it the Mind, Body, Soul course. And so if you have been on the fence about joining, I highly recommend that you do. If you want to become your own self-healing advocate, if you want to learn everything I have to teach the world, Gina has way more to teach the world. Like she's a genius, but I feel like everything- (laughs) No, really, you are. But like everything that I know about the human body and what to heal it, like this is what I want my nurse practitioners to go over this coursework, my coaches. I feel like everyone should have the manual to their body and this is it, right? If you are consulting with doctors, you should have a basic foundational understanding of your body. So when they're talking to you, you can talk apples to apples, oranges to oranges, and not just sit there and be like, I don't know what's going on. You should know what's going on in your body. You should know how it runs. You should know how it works. You should know how to fix it. And this is what the academy teaches. But we're not just throwing information at you because information without integration is completely lost. What the academy is built and designed to do is to help you integrate the information. Because everyone, let's be honest, a lack of information isn't the problem that we have in the world today. It's an ability to actually interpret it and call in what's true for you, right? Because everyone's body is so different. It's so different. So we can all read the same manual, but how do you apply it to your very specific model, the make and the model of your body? And so that's what the Academy tries to teach you is to try to teach you how to interpret it and to integrate that information so that when you are going about every day, because get this, you guys, you make hundreds of decisions that either build your body up or break it down every single day. And you're completely unconscious of it, right? So what the Academy attempts to do is to teach you what those unconscious things are so they can become conscious. And then you can make a hundred decisions a day that help build your body up, right? And you can make those decisions. This is right for me. It's not right for the person next door to me, but it's right for me because this is how I understand it for my body. All right. So join the Academy. This is truly like mine and Gina's passion and soul work more than anything, more than the clinic, more than all the protocols I've put together. Like this is heart and soul. This is the gift I want to give to the world. If I can help people understand how their bodies tick better, then we can not only heal ourselves, but raise the next generation to be self-healers and self-advocates so that they're not victims to this really broken and toxic medical system. And so this is honestly, I think my life's purpose, other than to be an amazing mom and to love the crap out of my kids, my purpose is just to help the world be better by treating their bodies better with empowerment and love and knowledge. So 
That's my spiel. Let's talk about immunity. (laughs) Immunity. This is a big one. The immune system is like, I remember reading books on the immune system and going back again and again and again and trying to understand the complexity of how it works. But it's really fascinating. It's like this whole intelligent army inside of our bodies. And sometimes that can get confusing. Like, where do we go next? What Mm -hmm. steps do we take if our immune system has been dysregulated? Right. The immune system is kind of complex. And so I'm going to just break it down into very simple terms today. But what I deal with in the clinic is people that are on the extreme spectrum of immune dysfunction, right? And oftentimes they ask me, how did I get here? And these are people with like long COVID holler syndrome, autoimmune, chronic fatigue, Lyme disease. And it's just like, how did we get here? How did we create the perfect storm for my body to completely break down and get Epstein-Barr or get Lyme? And now I can barely function. So I want to start off with a visual. I was actually supposed to teach a free immunity class, but I just don't have the time to put it together. So I'm doing a podcast on it, but I need you guys to just imagine this in your head. Pretend I have three glasses in front of me, three mason jars. All right. And the first mason jar is about, let's say 20 ounces, It's 20 ounces big, right? So it can contain 20 ounces of stuff. And then my next mason jar is 10 ounces. So a little bit smaller. And then my next one is five ounces. I'm just going to use these numbers because they just round off and I will remember them in my brain. So pretend that these glasses are different people's immunities, right? So the 20 ounce jar can withstand more stress. Pretend you're filling up that jar with, let's say, pink liquid. And that pink liquid contains toxins and chemicals and parasites and infections and viruses and all these things, right? It can hold the fort down pretty well. It can take a lot of stress because it's a very strong immune system, right? But we don't want to overflow this immune system with 30 ounces of stress, right? We want to keep it within 20, maybe keep it below 15 so you're not overburdening your body all the time, right? Now, I want to explain something to people because Epstein-Barr is a big issue. Lyme is a big issue. There are people walking around on this planet with Epstein-Barr in their bodies and it is dormant. What is the difference between those people that have dormant Epstein-Barr and those people that don't, right? It's the analogy of these immune systems. The mason jar. It's the mason jar. How your mason jar, right? 80% of people have Epstein-Barr in their body. Okay, I have spoken with Lyme patients who one person in the family has Lyme or two people in the family have Lyme and the other three do not. But when they all get tested, they all test positive for Lyme, right? What is the difference between the people that are symptomatic and the other people that aren't? It's the mason jar, right? So now we have the 20 ounce mason jar that can handle a lot of stress. Then we have the 10 ounce mason jar. It's a little weaker. It can't handle quite as much, right? And so if you're trying to put 15 ounces of stress in that 10 ounce mason jar, it's going to be overflowing. It's eventually going to shatter and break and it's going to turn into the five ounce mason jar, right? You're overstressing it. You're overburdening it. You're giving it too much workload. All right. You have to lessen the workload. All right. And so if you overburden, so let's go to the 20 ounce mason jar. If you overburden that, it's going to break into a 10 ounce mason jar. And now you're overburdening this 10 ounce mason jar with over 20 ounces of liquid stress, right? And now pretend, put labels on that liquid stress. I want to give you some labels right now. That liquid represents chemicals, toxins, 
parasites. That liquid represents infection. So let's talk about root canals, right? Root canals are pockets of infection that you don't recognize in your body. Let's talk about wisdom teeth extractions that leave infections in your body. All right. Let's talk about breast implant illness. All right. You put bag. What's the difference between a person that gets implants and they're healthy and they're asymptomatic and the person that is now symptomatic? It's the size of their mason jar. There's still stress on their body. Everyone walking around with implants still has stress in their body and it's still taxing their immune system to some degree, but their immune system is on top of it for now. We don't know when that mason jar is going to downgrade, right? There are things that cause downgrading sizes of the mason jar. So breast implant illness, let's say you had a hip replacement and now you're allergic to that stainless steel, that surgical stainless steel, right? It's not your fault, but your body just doesn't like it. I have a client who had a double hip replacement and ever since then her body just reacts to everything and she can't get them out, right? So she just has to kind of live in a bubble. Her body has a hard time detoxifying. Her body has a hard time getting rid of toxins because it's just so inflamed and her body's just trying to get rid of something that's in the body, but it can't, right? Because it's literally implanted in her body. That's not true for everyone because remember we're all bioidentical, but that's just true in her case, right? And so we're talking about artificial things in our bodies. We're talking about low-grade infections. I want to talk about nutrition, all right? Let's talk about the sizes of these mason jars. What helps you get a large mason jar? A lot of nutrient-dense foods, right? Antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, proteins. Like if you eat a lot of nutrient-dense foods, like what Gina and I talk about all the time on this podcast, and you minimize sugar, you're going to have a large mason jar. Sleep. If you are sleeping well, if you're prioritizing sleep, you're going to have a 20 ounce mason jar. All right. If you are exercising appropriately, and I want to emphasize appropriately, right? Because if you're over exercising, you're creating cortisol. If you're under exercising, you're not creating a hormetic effect that strengthens your body to become stronger and stronger and stronger. Because if you're exercising in a way that makes your body stronger, your 20 ounce mason jar could turn into a 25 ounce mason jar, right? If you eat enough nutrient dense foods, it could become a 25 ounce mason jar, right? If you sleep really well, it could become a 25 ounce mason jar. If you do hyperbaric oxygen therapy or ozone therapy or all these IV therapies, it can become a 25 ounce mason jar. We can upgrade our immune systems and make them stronger just according to what we do, right? So nutrition, exercise, sleep, these are huge, huge factors in making sure we have large mason jars to handle stress. But now I want to talk about cortisol. Cortisol isn't the liquid that you stress the immune system. Cortisol literally shrinks your mason jar. So if you have a lot of stress in your life, you're taking your 20 ounce mason jar and you're turning it into a 10 ounce mason jar, right? And now you can't put these burdens on your body because it's already overburdened with cortisol. Cortisol is so, so anti-immune support, right? Cortisol is like insulin in the sense that it affects almost every cell in your body and it makes them either shut down and go into like a cell danger response or it overstresses them to create inflammation, right? And so you have to be very careful with cortisol. Cortisol will make your mason jar turn into a five ounce mason jar. But guess what? The stressors are still there. So now you're pouring in over 20 ounces of toxins and heavy metals and infections in a five ounce mason jar. And guess what? That mason jar is going to collapse. It's going to shatter. And when that shatters, then things come out to play. 
like dormant viruses, Lyme, all of these things. You created so much immune dysfunction that you've created the perfect storm for nasty things to come out and play. All right. It's kind of like setting the tone or creating the perfect soil for illness, right? You've created the perfect soil for weeds, whereas you have to create soil to grow plants and fruits and vegetables. And that requires a lot of like tilling and you have to get rid of rocks and you have to get rid of the stones and you have to put minerals in it. And then you can plant healthy vegetables and plants, right? Our immune system is the exact same way. Is this making sense so far, Gina? Yeah, definitely. So any questions or concerns here? No, I think that you're totally spot on that it's when our bodies get depleted, that's when we have these viruses that stay so hidden. And I remember mm-hmm. hearing Dr. Datis Karazi, and he speaks of this a lot. He really emphasizes that it's only when our body's glutathione, that master antioxidant, when glutathione is depleted, that's when we're at risk to get an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And so we might be thinking on a day to day, like, why does it matter that I eat these, you know, the broccoli and the cabbage and the Brussels sprouts? Like those are the big producers of glutathione. And we might think like, why does it matter if I add broccoli to this meal or I don't? But it's when our glutathione, that master antioxidant in our body that protects our body, when that gets depleted, then we're at a risk for autoimmunity. And according to Dati Skrazian, he says that you can't get an autoimmune disease until your glutathione is depleted. So it's like all of this matters. Everything, the balance, just like you said, if the stress is above the positive, the healing, if the negative stress outweighs, then that's when we're at a high risk and Mm-hmm. It just is too much of a burden. Right. So everything matters, right? Every time we eat the broccoli, every time we eat the sprouts, it's regenerating these positive protective things mm-hmm. or we eat these colorful foods that give us nutrients. I think people don't understand we need healthy mitochondria, which are nutrient dependent to mount an immune response. Mm-hmm. And now what research are starting to say is that the number one mechanism that they are starting to focus on for immune is actually mitochondria. That's now being considered one of the most important modalities is mitochondria by making sure that our mitochondria are getting a ton of nutrients in order to have the energy and the capacity to mount an immune response. Right. You know, it's interesting. All the things that benefit the immune system benefit the mitochondria, right? Like for instance, what damages mitochondria? Cortisol, stress, sugar, inflammatory foods, you know, artificial lighting. We didn't really talk about that for the immune response, but like all the things that build up the immune system build up mitochondria, right? And you need mitochondria to actually have your immune cells working optimally, right? Your immune cells need to work off of fuel and mitochondria are the fuel. And so everything that comes to mitochondrial health, it really involves every process in your body, right? And so I want to talk about, because a lot of people got COVID. I mean, the whole world has gotten COVID right now, right? And so some people are like, well, why did I get long COVID syndrome and my neighbor didn't or someone else didn't, right? So let's go back to that analogy of the mason jars. If you had a mason jar that was, you know, 10 ounces big or five ounces big, and you're just barely holding on for dear life, right? You were functional. Like when winter time came around, you'd often get the flu or the cold but you'd bounce back and you're, you know, you were just tired, more tired. Then COVID comes and COVID is a pretty nasty virus. I joke and I say, it's kind of like the Lord of the Rings, the one ring to rule them all. COVID is like the one virus to rule the other viruses. It's the one that is the master virus. And so when people were getting COVID, it was a big fat shock to the immune system. If you had a strong immune system, it could handle it, right? If you had low cortisol and a big mason jar, like your body could handle it. But what we were seeing in people is that like COVID was shattering their immune system. It was like literally shattering the glass 
because they had weak, small glasses. And not only that, but it was waking up dormant viruses. And so people with smaller mason jar immune systems, not only was that mason jar now shattered or like cracking, but it was causing major overflow on the stress of the immune system, which is now the perfect breeding ground for dormant viruses to play. So we were seeing people get shingles. People were having like these outbreaks of shingles. They were getting outbreaks of herpes a lot more. And then what other people don't recognize is that they were getting outbreaks of Epstein-Barr and cytomegalovirus. And now we don't talk about cytomegalovirus. Have you ever heard of CMV, Gina? I have, but I don't know a ton about it, but I've heard of it. No one knows a ton about it. So I want to talk about Epstein-Barr and cytomegalovirus, but first I want to talk about a lot of the common symptoms with long COVID holler syndrome, right? So a lot of the symptoms were neuroinflammation, extreme anxiety and depression, autoimmune dysfunction, MS-like symptoms, right? And low energy. All right. So we know with Epstein-Barr, Epstein-Barr can manifest its nasty head in hundreds of ways. But some of the major ways is extreme fatigue, autoimmune dysfunction, and symptoms like MS. Epstein-Barr can actually trigger MS-like symptoms, right? So that's a lot of long COVID symptoms that we're talking about right there. It can create neuroinflammation. And so let's talk about CMV. So I learned this from actually Amy, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but she is the owner of Body Bioscience in Miami. She's brilliant. But I learned this from her when I was chatting with her. She said that back in the 80s, when HIV was prevalent, a lot of people were getting sick with HIV, but they were also getting extreme mood disorders like anxiety and depression, almost psychosis. And so they were noticing there that because of the immunosuppressive effect of HIV, people were getting these infections of this dormant virus, which was no longer dormant, called CMV, cytomegalovirus. And cytomegalovirus causes encephalitis, neurological dysfunction, and extreme mood disorders. And that's exactly what we're seeing in COVID here now. So I say that COVID is like the one virus, the one ring to rule them all. It's because it wakes up these other dormant viruses because it weakens the immune system so much. And then these dormant viruses come out to play because they have nothing that is kind of regulating them anymore. And so what people are actually potentially, and again, go talk with your doctors, please just use this information as education to talk to the right people, but people should be getting tested for CMV and they should be getting tested for Epstein-Barr because they might be thinking, oh, this is just a long COVID thing, but this is a different viral issue that you need to get. Can you talk about that a little bit more, what you would suggest for testing? Because I think there's a lot of confusion around, do you, would you suggest antibody testing? Yes, I would do antibody testing. For cytomegalovirus, I'm not that familiar with it. And so like you might want to talk with an immunologist, Amy at Body Science, they're testing for all the infections. It's about $1,700 and it could be worth it. So you know exactly what you're dealing with because you could be dealing with a plethora of things. You could be dealing with viruses and bacterias, right? So potentially maybe someone who was healthy before had a weakened immune system, got COVID, now not only has viral infections, but they might be getting Lyme symptoms as well. I've heard so many people say, I got COVID and my Lyme symptoms are back. Well, there's a lot of crossover with Epstein-Barr cytomegalovirus and Lyme disease. So you might want to reach out and get that full-on $1,700 test to see what exactly are you dealing with, right? Because it's, again, your body was, COVID was the straw that literally broke the camel's back, right? It literally shattered your immune system to allow all these things to come out and play. 
And so antibody testing, yes, I would do antibody testing for sure. But I can't like go into like specifics of which testings to do. Again, talk with your doctors, see what they think is best. You for sure want to get the Epstein-Barr antibody IgM, the Epstein-Barr antibody IgG, and Epstein-Barr nuclear antigen AB IgG. And so what's interesting is when I got tested late last year, my antibody IgG was larger than 600 and like the range is actually like 18 to 21 or something like that. It was super, super high. Isn't that crazy? So anyways, so what now, right? We've painted a picture of how the immune system can create dysfunction. But now with people with Lyme, and this is what I see a lot in the Lyme and the Epstein-Barr circles is they do certain like SOT therapies, right? And they're like, I'm not better. Or they do a treatment protocol and they're not better. I want to talk around about terrain theory because the immune system that you had that was holding on for dear life, keeping everything at bay. And now there's the immune system that you've got now that is a little bit shattered. And so you have to look back, you have to backtrack and be like, okay, what were all the things that were stressing my immune system before? it broke, right? So you have to look at everything that I spoke about before, because a lot of people are like, well, I've had this root canal for 10 years. Why is it only making me sick now? Well, it's because your body was keeping the infection at bay, right? Or I had implants for years. Why am I really sick now? It's because your body was keeping it at bay. It was handling it, but it now it no longer has the ability to handle it because it's been stressed for too long and too hard, right? And so you have to backtrack and be like, okay, what are the factors that are causing the drains on my immune system and have potential? potentially been for decades, right? So cortisol is number one. Stress is a huge, huge thing. Remember, cortisol literally changes the shape or the size of your immune jar, right? So you have to like prioritize cortisol over everything and anything. There is this program, remind me to circle back to the program and about retraining sick brains, okay? Because this is very, very, very important. But okay, so we're going to go back to the infections. Look at anything that's causing infection, that's causing a low drain. Parasites. Were you living with parasites your entire life and now your body can't handle them? You might want to do a parasite cleanse. Heavy metals and toxins and chemicals. Has your body been dealing with that for a long time and it no longer can handle them? Detoxify them. Start plugging up all the holes in the boat. Parasites, chemicals, toxins, nutritional factors. Are you eating a nutrient-dense diet? Are you getting the nutrients in, right? Are you eating foods that are promoting a diverse microbiome? Are you lightly exercising and getting your lymphatic going, right? So that your body can keep its detox pathways open, right? It kind of sucks that when we get sick, we have to like make up for lost time of all the years that we didn't take care of our bodies. But it's potentially a relationship that could be very, very rewarding in the long run. You're forced to take care of your body now, but it pays off in the end. And now you've learned skills on like self-care, which is a hard way to learn it, but you get there eventually, right? It's funny because everyone wants to go after Lyme and everyone wants to go after Epstein-Barr. They're like, well, this is my problem, right? Yes, it is, but you have to look upstream first. You have to look at the terrain that allowed for these infections to proliferate and to wreck your body, right? And so you could potentially be wasting a lot of time and money doing expensive therapies when you're actually not looking upstream and at the terrain. Is this making sense so far? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people don't realize that somebody gave me this really good analogy that your intestines are like your border and your microbiome is your border patrol. Mm -hmm. And they're constantly surveying and keeping things in check. So when the bad guys come in, they can immediately respond and keep everything in check. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have enough border patrol monitoring or they're unhealthy or they're dysfunctional, everything else will take over. And so just like you're saying, the food is one of the most important pieces. You can't go chasing viruses 
viruses, if your border patrol themselves that are regulating all the immune response are not healthy or they're not abundant. And we forget that Mm -hmm. all those different fibers that we eat, feed them. It's like feeding your border patrol. You're you're giving them lunch, right? Like you're keeping them healthy and strong and so that they can fight that off. So if we just throw some zinc at our immune system, because we heard that zinc is good for immunity, but we're not actually fueling our gut with the right fibers and the right balance and the good bacteria, we just won't be able to mount that good immune response. I think everything you're saying makes a ton of sense. You know, and it's interesting because we want to take the supplement, right, to get the vitamins and the minerals in. But when you get it from food, like food is multifaceted and not only gives you the vitamins and minerals, but it gives you the prebiotic, the probiotic. It gives you all the things necessary to nurture your microbiome and your body. It's like you're getting two for one or even three for one. And you can't replace that. The colors, that's what blocks Mm -hmm. that inflammatory cycle. Like when our immune system is too revved up and there's like cellular destruction and it's creating inflammation, Mm -hmm. we need to put out the fire with water and stop that inflammatory cycle or else our immune system just keeps reacting to it and creating more destruction. But that's where the colors come in. So we can't just eat brown foods Mm -hmm. or the breads and just the things that are not nutrient dense and then throw some supplements at it. Like you said, we're actually missing the fibers that fuel the bacteria and the colors that dampen the inflammation. And sometimes the basics are so boring, like the color nutrient dense foods, but that's actually what is effective. Right. I almost die a little inside when parents, I shouldn't say this, but I die when parents feed their kids junk food and then give them fiber pills. And I'm like, it's not the same. Like, it's just not the same. You can't shortcut fiber. You know what I mean? You can't do it. But anyways, so again, it's terrain theory. A lot of people will go right after Epstein-Barr, but they don't recognize that their body is actually the perfect ground for Epstein-Barr to proliferate in. And so then they're like, why didn't it work? Why isn't this working? Why is my peptide therapy not working? Why is the ozone not working? Why is SOT not working, right? It's because the terrain is allowing for the virus to keep flourishing. So change the terrain, take the stress off, right? Don't allow so much liquid to keep pouring in your very small and broken cup. Decrease the amount of liquid that is pouring into your body and like make up for lost time because it's kind of like you've been going on a shopping spree on a credit card and now that you have to pay credit now. You have to pay all the debt back and with interest. And it sucks. That's a hard pill to swallow, but you know what? Life gets real really fast. You have to pay off your debt and all the interest. It just is, you know? So fix the terrain and you'll have way more success in your treatments. Now I want to talk about cortisol and I want to talk stress and I want to talk brain inflammation because unfortunately these infections affect the brain terribly, especially Lyme. Lyme and Epstein-Barr can affect neurofunctioning. So I want to give an analogy of athletic skier. They're being very, very daring and they hit a tree really hard and it slices open their thigh. So they have to go to the hospital and now they have this injured leg and it's okay. They sewed up the leg, but now it's taking months for this leg to heal. And this athlete is like, I can't ski the way I used to anymore. It's like, of course you can't. There's scar tissue and there's atrophy in your muscle. You're not an athlete. You need to go and do some rehab. Your muscle has atrophied. Go to a physical therapist. Go do proper exercises to get the full functioning of that muscle that you used to have when you were healthy. All right. So now I want to go to the brain and pretend your brain is that muscle. And that brain got hit really hard with an infection that really caused some debilitation. It created inflammation. It created potentially damage. Right. And and now you're doing all these things to fix your brain and to make sure the inflammation goes away and to heal it up. But there's 
atrophy in the brain, all right? But not only that, there's now heightened cortisol because you've been sick for so long and there could potentially be some PTSD with that. You guys, with these chronic illnesses, there's a lot of PTSD. There's a lot of feelings of unsafety. You feel betrayed by your body. It's scary every time you get a symptom because you're like, what's happening to me, right? For so long, you didn't know what was wrong. You just knew your body was malfunctioning and doctors were gaslighting you and they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head, right? Ugh, I can't stand that line. I can't stand it. You the guys, worst. I want to punch people whenever I hear flag. If you hear that, but that's all in your head. And the reason why I'm so angry, the reason reason why I'm so angry is because that was my story where I'm like, I know I've been stressed. This isn't stress. There is something wrong. Well, all your tests are normal. You're just stressed. You need some anti, I'm like, no, there is something wrong. This is not stress. Cortisol doesn't do this. It exacerbates it, but it doesn't cause it. Anyways, I'm getting heated. I'll tell you my story if we have time. But now you've had this infection. It's created damage. It's created dysfunction. It's created neurological rewiring in all the worst ways. And your brain has atrophied and your brain, it isn't programmed for health. It's programmed for fight or flight because that's been your experience. You've been sick. Now you're not safe in your body and you're trying to find safety. But now the brain is so good at finding problems that especially when you're sick, it will keep finding problems. And so you not only have to retrain the brain for safety, but you have to strengthen it. I know this sounds crazy, but you actually have to strengthen your brain's ability and your vagal nerve and its tone for a healthy body again, because you've been so sick for so long. All right. So there is a program called primaltrust.org. It's by Dr. Oh, I can't remember her name, but she had Lyme disease where she couldn't do anything. And she did all the treatments and all the things. And she started learning a lot about vagal tone and neuro rewiring and brain rehabilitation. You literally have to rehab your brain, just like the skier that sliced his leg open and healed it had an atrophied muscle. You've had an atrophied brain that needs strengthening. And so this program is called Primal Trust and I love it. It's brilliant. She is so freaking brilliant. And it teaches you how to retrain your brain for health and how to create new patterns and rewire your brain to look for all the positives versus all the negatives. Because I've seen this in every single Lyme case, every single Epstein-Barr, every single one. They all have PTSD. And when I talk with them in their consults, I have to keep reminding them of all the good things that are happening. And I'm like, this is really good, but they literally can't see it because their brain has been designed to only see the negative. And when I say, hey, you have 40% more energy than you did a week ago, they're like, oh yeah, you're right. It's because their brain is literally designed to look for all the negative, right? Their brain has been in so much fight or flight for so long that it's literally now designed to only look for bad. All right, we have to retrain our brains from that again. So I hope I beat that dead horse enough so that you guys understand how important it is. All right. There's atrophy. There's damage. Like there's literal brain damage and you have to fix it. Otherwise, you're going to feel sick and it doesn't matter how healthy your body is. If the brain doesn't feel it, you're not going to feel it anywhere else. Okay, so rehab your brain. And I hate when doctors are like, oh, it's, it's all in your head. It kind of is, but it isn't. There was stuff that happened and now your brain needs some help. All right. It literally needs to be rehabilitated. So go look at Primal Trusted Arc. It's brilliant. And that's about it. I think that's it for my spiel. For As far as the immune system goes, look at the terrain. You guys, I have my parasite class. You need to detox your body. Like, just do it. Just do the cell core foundations or the comprehensive talk with one of my coaches get hair scans 
I don't know why people don't do it more often. I mean, people do it plenty, right? But you should be doing this every three months to see what is your body prioritizing. Look under the hood every three months. What does my body need support with right now? What does my body need support with right now? Every time I see viruses, I see other environmental factors too. Parasites, chemicals, heavy metals. Like I always see them coexisting together. It's never just nutrition. It's never just stress. It's the terrain. You have the perfect terrain for dis-ease to flourish in. You have to undo it. You have to undelete, 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 fix it, right? And it's going to be a process. It's not going to be a one-month thing. I have so many people that are like, I did a parasite cleanse and nothing. I'm like, great. Talk to me about your root canals. Oh, well, I got a root canal five months before all my symptoms started. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. You have to go after that. Go and get that fixed, right? Go to a proper biomimetic dentist or bioidentical dentist who understands this and believes in it, right? You have breast implants and they only became a problem now because you got COVID. You might want to research breast implant illness and like figure that out, right? Get all the things out. It's interesting. I had a client who was getting treated for long COVID and she was getting better, but she's like, something's still a little off, right? And she got her breast implants out now. And I just followed up with her and she's like, I feel like my body is finally recovering and it's healing. And it's like, I'm not going steps backwards. Like I'm gaining momentum. And she's so great. She advocates for herself because she keeps doing the hair analysis. And she's like, finally, parasites come up for me. Because every time we did a hair analysis on her, it was virus, post-virus, virus, post-virus, right? She got the breast implants out and now parasites. And she's like, yay, I can now move on to the next thing, you know? And so, yeah, so it's, and it can feel overwhelming too, right? Like with yeah. all these things, if you're like, oh yes, I have this and I have that. It can feel really overwhelming. And I, I think that the point with the immune system isn't to scare anybody no. or create fear of everything in our environment, but to just be open that like, if you haven't been able to heal your body, if you feel like you have this chronic fatigue, I think the big thing to remember is that it's easy to be like, well, I went gluten-free for 30 days and it didn't work. So that must not be the thing. Mm -hmm. And healing can take time. It's just, I had a dietitian give a really good analogy that it's sitting on thumbtacks, like inflammation mm -hmm. is like sitting on thumbtacks and you're just slowly removing one at a time to like heal the inflammation totally. and just be gentle with like, like exploring where else does my body maybe just need a little love and healing and to not lose sight of the power of the foundational stuff, eating your colorful fruits and vegetables, right. getting in really good quality food, getting in your sleep, the terrain, like you said, and those things are so important and just be on a gentle healing path, just one thing at a time. One thing at a time. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there is a lot of stress and trauma in these processes. But if you start with the brain retraining, right, and you practice gratitude, you can find the silver lining in this because a lot of people that really go down this path, they find so much self-connection and centeredness that they, a lot of, more often than not, I hear people say, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. So you can allow whatever this is that has happened to you to be the best damn thing that ever happened to you because it forces you to slow down and reconnect with the gift that is your body, something that all of us have taken for granted, right? All of us have to some point abused. Let's be honest. We've abused these bodies that all they do is give, 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 right? Like they're the most unconditionally loving things on the planet. And this could be an opportunity for you to really find soul deep gratitude and connection and realize this is much more than just a body issue. This is a body, mind, soul issue, which is why Gina and I have created that body, mind, soul course and added it to the Gutsy Academy because you're so much more than just a body. If you try to just fix a body, you're going to hit a wall. You're going to plateau because you're not just the body. You're a soul that inhabits the body and they need to communicate. They need to be in sync with one another, right? You are a consciousness and you're a soul 
and your body. And the three of them need to work together in order for you to heal. And so if you try to fix the body, good luck. It's not going to happen unless you get the other players on board too. And they're all in alignment. And when you find alignment, you find healing. And so there you go. Gina, how do you want to wrap this up? I think we nailed the main points. Just take it one step at a time. Keep going on your journey. If you're feeling like something is off, they can be hidden viruses, mm-hmm. hidden things. Keep exploring and don't forget the foundational things. And if you want to join alongside us and get guided along the way and have a community of people, we've had other members who have had viral, I think we've had members with uh, students with Lyme and different viral issues. And it's just beautiful to be a part of a community to go through it step by step because I know it can get over overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So you guys, I hope you found this helpful. I hope that you found some answers that you felt validated in what you're feeling and that you feel like there is a clear path to healing because healing does happen. You know, I hope you found this episode empowering and not overwhelming. And so hopefully we'll see you in the Academy. If not, we will see you next week for our next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast. 